0: This is Brian from the soon-to-be-champion Skybusters, and you are listening to Josh and Gar on the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix on Spotify.
1: Ooh, awkward. I don't know how to tell Brian this, but he is not the soon-to-be-champion. Yikes. All right. It is Saturday. December 31st, 2020, to 8 a.m. sharp. Josh, it is literally the last day of this year, and I think, like most people, I am happy to see it go. But hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, The Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, The and Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Folks. We appreciate everyone who chats along with us in the Discord. Had a couple good discussions going this week. Got Russell Wilson and such. Uh, So appreciate people chatting along. Segment start times are down in the description below. And um, thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for the beautiful art you can see. I can't tell if my voice sounds fight or not, but there's like a tickle in my throat. And it is annoying me pretty bad. Josh, how we doing? (laughs) Doing... How are you, Gar? It sounds,
0: yeah. Your voice does sound a little bit off,
1: but it's okay. I You're sound like here. a frog. That's so weak. Because, I, again, I don't feel sick. There's just like... <clears throat> some sort of pocket of mucus in my throat, and it's annoying. Um, yeah, are you trying to channel your inner Patrick Mahomes? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm sure if I were to go, like go gargle some salt water, maybe that would do the trick. But uh, I'm not moving from this couch, so we'll have to we'll All have right, to deal yeah. for half an hour. or So, but uh, yeah, Josh, New Year's is upon us. I mean, we've obviously just talked on Tuesday. We've already talked about Christmas and stuff. But um, now, now you have a one year old. You're kind of transitioning into actual adult life. Um, how do we feel about New Year's Eve at, with a one-year-old?
0: Well, I guess, you know, just go about it like I usually do. To me, it hasn't Get changed black a whole out lot. Get blackout,
1: and then, uh, you know, hope the kid's still alive in the morning.
0: It hasn't changed a whole lot um, from having a child and not <clears> having a child. I'll probably, you know, um, be relaxing and, and, you know, enjoying my time. Maybe sipping a hot cup of tea around uh, 8 o'clock, getting ready for bed. Um, that, that and, doesn't sound yeah. right you play Xbox until 11 Nah, 10 and then I sit around and act like I'm going to get ready for bed till 11 there um, go. but uh, yeah I mean you know it's, we'll see I might make an appearance at, uh, at the Morissettes I haven't necessarily decided yet um, just because I don't want to you know, I don't want to leave Nikita with Asher and, and I don't know if we want to bring Asher with. And if we do bring Asher with, it wouldn't be for a very long time. So we just got a whole lot to decide on. Um, I mean that's what the grandparents but, are for, right? The built in just dump off the kid and say, see you later, pal. Uh, kinda. But uh, they um we don't wanna, you know, make it be a late night for them or for him and so uh, his his sleep schedule if it gets uh, if it gets messed up it is not not necessarily fun to correct so we'll we'll see how it goes we'll see how the day shakes out um but yeah other than that you know life's good i beat high on life uh which was on game pass um are you high now going back to your college days no, 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 cuz I don't know if you've heard about the game, but the premise of it is is that you're trying to save humanity because aliens are using humans as drugs. What? And so, I'm I'm not like that. I don't use humans as drugs.
1: Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you should.
0: You know? Maybe.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> All right, but yeah, no, New Year's Eve we've been going to the more sets for quite some time and We don't have to sit here and reminisce, it's not the podcast we're doing, but definitely since there's a possibility that this could be the last year we at least do it at, you know, Donnie's house, which is the house we've been doing it at since we were, I don't know, fucking eight or whatever, um, you know, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and appreciate maybe just a little bit extra, of course, the people will all still be around, but maybe, um, maybe flip some shit and then let Donnie kick me out of her house one more time, just if we're feeling froggy, so, um... But, all right, anything else, Josh? Anything else you want to cover about life in general before we get into the start-sit here, pal? It is championship
0: weekend. Uh, no, no, I, I think we're good. Um, So we can get right into our start-sits. Since last week we did the, the movie kind of uh, votes and and everything, we'll just say we went five for five. Um, Plus 100 but, fantasy uh, points. Yeah, so, I mean... I guess we can exclude that from the totals, but um, overall we're forty-five for seventy-four with a positive one seventy-three point five three. So, bravo to us, ladies. Um, we we uh, we have officially um, led everybody in the entire universe that's in their championship game to the championship game. So you're welcome. Um, you are. We're going to start off. We're going to start off with some Purdy White guys, um, and that's going to be Mike White at Seattle versus Brock Purdy at Las Vegas. Our, um
1: yeah i mean mike white has been lighting it on fire it was brock purdy i think i don't i don't think he's had a fantasy performance above like 2025 has he i don't know i usually have the tail the tape up i usually pull up all the players on sleeper i don't have that set up today
0: so do you happen to know (coughs) um no i don't have it um pulled up on my phone yet um i'm not a big tail of the tape guy well i guess i do like the tail of the tape it is kind of a fun thing but i'm just you know at this point in time i'm gonna have to say uh, brock purdy just because he's uh shown consistency with his ability to get the ball out play well um and and mike white you know he has some ups and downs but he is going against an easier defense so um, i'm trying to pull it up and vamp at the same time but um i get distracted quite easily um, I guess yeah. So the big we'll, reason
1: to ask because Mike White. I mean, that was that was the names were popping out to me on the screen. I thought Mike White appealed to me more, but
0: well, let's just find out. Uh, David Blau is starting in Arizona. That's a fun fact. David for Blau? Hard Knocks, yep. Uh, stud. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, let's see, Mike White here His game log Well, wow, this is quite um, the vamp, Josh How long does it take for you to look some up on your phone these days? Well, you know, he, he hasn't played in a couple of weeks But when he did play, he played against uh, Buffalo and put up 10 points um, The week before that, it was at Minnesota, 17 And then before that, it was at home versus Chicago uh, Where he put up 25 So, you know, he, he's trending down He's lost 7 points each time and, and if he, Yeah, but I mean, you know, playing that stalwart Minnesota defense is tough And then Buffalo's okay too, I guess yeah, I mean uh he he was uh he's he threw the ball uh like hundred and fifty times in those three games, so he's 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 yucking the rock <laughs> around. Um I, I don't have Brock Purdy pulled up. Uh do you by chance have Purdy ready to go?
1: Uh I sure don't, but uh I mean if you've like Purdy better, we can just go with Purdy, that's fine, I don't care, dude. It's championship week. Yep. How many
0: people are looking to us for start sit on this week, really? So, yeah, Brock Purdy's um, con- pretty consistent right around that uh, 15 to 17 range. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's shown a little bit more consistency in his scoring. He's going up against Las Vegas, um, which is another easier defense as well. So um, I'd be fine with Purdy. All right, Brock Purdy it is. Moving on to the next one, Josh.
1: We have Brad's, Knight's f- Brad's Knight Foreman. Um, we have Dante Foreman running back for the titans texans Who does donta foreman play for carolina Dante foreman running back for the carolina panthers like i knew the whole time playing at tampa bay and then zonovan knight i think aka boom knight or something like that and i think he has a nickname now um running back for the new york jets playing at seattle josh who jumps off of the page to you first Deonta foreman or zonovan knight
0: uh, off the page first, probably down to Foreman, because last week I believe he had like 100 and 400, 400 to 400 rushing yards. Uh, is that good? Um, and so that running offense has been doing stellar since uh, that bum CMC left town. Um, but then Zonovan Knight, he is going up against, I believe, the 31st ranked rush defense. So um, the matchup is juicier for, for Zonovan, but I think Foreman gets the work a little bit more. He's shown that he can be consistent against a solid defense. Um, and so I would lean Danta in this situation, um, the true Achilles tendon hero, the true Achilles tendon hero. All right, <clears throat> God damn it!
1: All right, uh, yeah, I'm fine with Danta Foreman. I don't care. Uh, moving on, Josh. We have the we have a jet versus a cheetah, the fastest land animal versus the fastest sky machine. We have Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, playing at New England, versus Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, playing at Green Bay. And Josh, this one is obviously Justin Jefferson by a mile. Why even put this
0: one down here, pal? Uh, because it's not necessarily obvious, Justin Jefferson by a mile. Oh, it's obvious. Meaning. That's who I'm leaning, but, um... You got Teddy Bridgewater
1: playing against Billy B. Teddy B's gonna be out there seeing fucking ghosts, dude. He can't even throw the ball 15 yards. Justin Jefferson, meanwhile, playing the garbage Green Bay defense, gonna put up 400 yards, eight touchdowns, and then, you know, the second quarter is gonna happen. No big deal.
0: Yeah, you're probably right, but it is kind of embarrassing that, you know, he got traded to Green Bay uh, the day before the game. So, Minnesota's defense is that bad. What what was the trade? Uh, uh, We gave Kirk another chain. Oh, I mean, seems fair to me. Yeah, well, you know, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe Joe Barry has a little trick up his sleeve where he has Preston Smith guarding Justin Jefferson again. Um, (laughs) But They'll uh, never see it come. Maybe you guys will start
1: punting it on first down just to throw our defense off. I mean...
0: With how bad your defense is, we probably could still get away with a victory. Um, <laughs> Jesus. We um, beat I you know.
1: last time, pal. Your first loss of the season. We set the whole momentum for
0: you. Be careful. Yeah, that's true. Um, and and <laughs> you, guys, you guys do have that horseshoe lodged in your rectums um, with all these one-score games. 11 um, no, baby. I did find it funny that um, everybody's <laughs> mocking the whole uh, worst 11-whatever Whatever your record is, um, eleven and two team. I, what is twelve and three? Know, I think. And twelve and three team. Worst twelve and three team of all time. You know, everyone's mocking that because you know everybody said that was Green Bay when they went thirteen. Because Yeah, and then I don't know if you saw the the, the DVOA, <laughs> which is the value of adjustment or whatever. Um, the the Minnesota Vikings are like a negative, uh, which you know they should technically be like. 500 uh but based on just based on the stats alone i don't know i thought it was an interesting stat not necessarily you know the truth because stats do lie um but get over it yeah does that include their special teams walters um does that include the greg joseph but uh i do i do think that justin jefferson is a safer play in this pick (laughs) Yeah,
1: I love Justin Jefferson this week. Um, Not because I need him to uh, in the leagues or anything. (laughs) God, please. Um, We've got the who cares, Josh. Next you have Tyler Higbee, tight end for the Los Angeles Rams, playing at the Los Angeles Chargers, versus Evan Ingram. Tight end for the um, Jacksonville Jaguars playing at Houston. I believe we'll get into it in a, in a moment, but I believe Bradley's going dual tight ends, and I believe he has Tyler Higbee in his flex right now. So is that a smart move? He's obviously not going against um, Evan Ingram, but is Higbee the play this week, or should we keep the fire
0: going with Ingram? I think that Ingram's kind of the, the, the way to go just because he's had uh, multiple weeks with 10-plus targets, it seems. Um and so that's kind of who I'd be going with. But Brad has Higby in his flex because the only other options are Jeff Wilson, Caleb Huntley, and Isaiah McKenzie. And so um, he'd be better off leaving his flex blank than playing any of those three guys. So having Tyler Higby in there isn't a bad call. Um, Tyler Higby has, you know, last week he had 30 points. The week before that he had 13. Um, so he's been involved in that offense a little Not bit more bad. as of late. Um I believe you said he played for the Chargers, but he's going against the Chargers. Um, he's no, a Rams. I said he plays for the Los Angeles Rams, playing at the Los Angeles Chargers. Get your fucking ah, facts okay. straight. Well, you know, I wasn't necessarily listening, because why would I listen to you? Um, and so Evan Ingram is going to be, you know, he had, um, he's had four weeks where he scored 14 or more points. Um, including the week where he put up 39 against tennessee i'm um, going up against that houston defense which is a decent pass defense but not necessarily the best defense overall i'd go with ingram just because of his uh consistent the past you know month all right who's in the last one here josh uh, we've got league contributors meaning that they have played in games of football throughout the season and they may or may not have contributed to fantasy league but they definitely contributed to the nfl league they're out there uh, playing got- for sure Yep, we've got uh, Georgie Kittle at Las Vegas, Drake London versus Arizona, Amari Cooper at Washington, or DeAndre Swift versus Chicago. Car. speak. <laughs> sit, boo-boo,
1: sit. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think... I mean, the first thing that pops off the page to me, I guess, would just be Amari Cooper just because he has that biggest name on the list. Um, he is one of the favorite targets of the Deshaun Watson, who has not been very good fantasy-wise since he returned. Um, I mean, so that's just my initial thought. I do know Washington is also, though, probably the best defense on that list, so that makes it a little bit tougher. They're going to get after the quarterback for sure. Um, DeAndre Swift, again, is the second biggest name. I don't think he'd be second, though, because DeAndre Swift has been absolutely garbage all year. Um, So, I mean, if I had to put these in order, I'd probably go Amari Cooper, then George Kittle, then Drake London because Desmond Ritter continues to play out there, and then DeAndre Swift last. That's how I'd kind of order it out. Um, Again, without going over the tail of the tape, who really cares? But that's what I'm feeling. What do you think, Josh? Um,
0: Well, you see, I'd go... To be honest, I'd have Cooper third. I go with Kittle, Swift, Cooper, and then London. And Cooper and London are pretty close, uh, just because Cooper, even though he's been the favorite target of Deshaun Watson, um, he hasn't. He's only scored more than ten points once in full point PPR. Um, that offense is atrocious. Washington's defense is solid. Um, I mean, Deshaun and Watson's so, only played like three games, four, but. Uh, so in the four games that Amari Cooper and him have played together, he's only scored over 10 once in full point PPR. Um, DeAndre Swift, on the other hand, um, he put up a solid three points last week, um, and so but they're going against Chicago. Um, Just or Jamal Williams had been kind of on the injury report. Um, he I don't think he's on it anymore, but I think he has a little bit more opportunity to play and get some snaps because he's coming back from that injury. Um, Kittle has had that rapport with Purdy, uh, which is why he's going to be in my top slot. Um, I'm trying to find the tail of the tape since you're being lazy bum this morning. Um, But yeah, so Kittle's had four touchdowns in the past two weeks. Um, Obviously, that is not going to be a um, sustainable uh, effort, but you know he's been getting the ball a lot. He's been putting up yards. He's had 93 and 120 yards the last two weeks when he scored those two touchdowns. I do think that he's going to continue getting targets, um, and so that's why he's in the lead for me.
1: All right. Yeah, Kittle's fine. I don't really care, dude, because um, I am being lazy this week, like you said. Well, let's move on here, Josh, to the FanDuel. Um, the fan
0: duel favorites, huh, pal? Nah. Don't want to? Yeah, well, okay. I'll go first since I have one. Um, I put DJ Chark going up against Chicago. You said it's a uh, quietly solid year. He's had some down weeks. Um, he's been injured, but um, when he does play and he does have uh, the targets, he's been doing solid. Um, and so I'm going to go with DJ Chark in this one.
1: All right. <clears throat> I, I'm going to go ahead and keep it within the NFC North. I like Justin Fields for 84-hunch playing at Detroit. Detroit, um, their defense has picked it up you know, for a couple weeks. They're still not very good at all. Um, and Justin Fields put up 40 against the Detroit defense last time they played. They're playing at Detroit, so it'll be a nice dome. Don't, don't have to worry about conditions or this or that. Beautiful, perfect playing conditions for Justin Fields, so I like him to put up at least 30 this week. And or I like Cousins. Cousins has been on fire the last couple weeks, um, and so... I expect him to continue to perform. We expect the Green Bay to be tough because of that Green Bay team. Um, you know, a lot of people, not me, let's be very clear, not me, have said from like 5-8 and eight or whatever their worst record was, their lowest point, I said I won't believe the Green Bay Packers are dead until the clock hits zero on week 18 and they have not made the playoff. So the Green Bay Packers are trying to stay relevant, trying to stay in it, trying to sneak in. And so there's plenty to play for on both sides of the ball. And so we've definitely... Kirk Cousins, I believe, has won his last three games against Green Bay. And, of course, he missed one of the games for COVID. Um, so it's not like, you know, the Vikings are undefeated against last Green Bay. But Kirk Cousins, I believe, has is he's either won or not lost his last three games at Green Bay. So I know there's that tie in there, but I thought that tie was many years ago. Anyways... Kirk Kirk performs pretty well against Green Bay is the ultimate point, point. and so it's outside, and so unless it's going to be some big snowball, I like Kirk Cousins to perform well this week as well at Green Bay. And Kirk Cousins is, of course, again Brian, the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Josh, unless you want to rebut my Kirk Cousins take, who do you like to bust this week in the FanDuel? And maybe I don't. I can't see what Walters is putting in the chat. I can bring that up. Um, okay. he's being an idiot. All right. But yeah, it is. Is it Sunday on games? Yep. It's only Sunday. It's always only been Sunday. Um, but yeah, yeah, but Josh. my Fanduel
0: busts. My busts of the week are uh, Josh Jacobs for eighty five hundred, and then his teammate Devonte Adams for eighty five hundred. Um, Adams is still one of the top wide receivers in the league, uh, but he has Jared Stidham as a quarterback, which might actually be an improvement over Derek Carr. Uh, Carr's been too busy crying to see that Devonte Adams is always open. Um, and then Jacobs, you know, with Stidham in, is Come probably going to be seeing more loaded boxes. Okay, hey, hey, we can't be doing that. We can't be knocking. We're just—it's
1: obviously—it's not not the same category as mental health, but we can't be knocking. You know, this kind of movement of—it's okay for men to be sensitive, right, We gotta, we gotta, can't be doing that, Josh.
0: I. Did I knock him? No, I just said. Yeah, he you just said he's too see. busy crying.
1: What do you mean? Yeah, that was he definitely can't a see diss. His tears.
0: So that was a what diss. Are you and you about? Know no, it. Josh, do no. not, do not sit here and play I, your games. That was a I diss. I never insulted him. I just said he's too busy crying. Um, and so yeah, and Walters, yeah, you know, pot called kettle black. But um, Gar, <laughs> who's your bust of the week? <laughs>
1: Um, I don't think Nick Chubb's going to do very good this week. Nick Chubb is the running back for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Washington defense has been very good. Um, Carson Wentz is starting again. Who knows what that means for how the game script goes. But Washington defense is a lot better than I think most people give them credit for. They're definitely underrated. Um, real football fans will know how good that defense is. But since Deshaun Watson, I mean, it's kind of a lost year for the Browns. We'll see how they come back and fight back next year. But, um, I just suspect that entire offense to struggle, and so if it's not a favorable game script for Nick Chubb, um, he might find the end zone maybe 10 points. I think it's probably fair for Nick Chubb, but that's not a very good value, and so most of my busts this year have been bad values on good players. So I don't like Nick Chubb this week, Mr. Josh. Okay. Do you want to, unless you have anything else to say about the FanDuel, do you want to move on to the weekly preview and talk about our league...
0: um, <clears throat> our league championship match uh, no I just wanted to agree to your point that when they took out the social aspect definitely ruined it not as fun to go into the contests and copy and do all that jazz hope they revert that change because I, I hate it um, I will say that I have been doing a lot more of the daily leagues I mentioned that last week I did win one again last week so <laughs> that's uh, on my back so I, of course obviously I entered in five more this week Jesus um, Josh but, uh, I will say that, uh, I, I'm, I'm off to a good start. Probably going to jinx myself by talking about it, but, um, I did have Dalton Schultz in three of the five and CD Lamb in three of the five. And, and, then, and I had, um, and so obviously with three out of the five and three out of five, there's some overlap there. So, um, there's a couple leagues where I've pulled off ahead, um, going up against Zeke in some leagues who only got nine points. And yeah, but, right. uh, and to be clear, your point was talking about the sleeper over under contest. I don't know if that was said at
1: the beginning, but they used to be anytime anyone, anyone, because we have like a group, right? It's with Al and Ben and Glick and a bunch of other people. Anytime someone put in a bet, we would all get like a notification, and be like, hey, this person just entered this contest. And you could go in and be like, all right, I want to copy it. I don't want to copy it. Or just look at it. And it seems like the last couple of weeks, yeah, like you said, they've taken out that notification where we don't know when our, when our group is betting or what its group is doing. We still have like the group chat, but the chat was pretty much just filled with people entering contests and so now if I'm not getting notified anymore when people are doing contests I'm going to f- think about it much less and you know I won't be following along so I do think sleeper made a mistake there uh, but that's just for my my personally i probably there's probably a bunch of absolute idiots who are in groups with like hundreds of people and they're like stop the notifications please um but that's on them so um yeah with that josh i'm glad you're doing well in your daily drafts and i hope you continue to do well maybe pay off that mortgage early with all your winnings um but now are we ready to preview uh preview the week here pal
0: yeah, no, I think Brad's gonna win. All right. So moving on, How are your Whoa. other Whoa! I mean, we know you know you have to break this down, Josh. So we have the
1: Hidden Oaks Mega Bowl, the greatest game in all of fantasy. Um, we have what'll they do next? Bradley Knup playing at um, running up that hill. Eric Samansky. It's gonna be a guaranteed brand new champion. We've already built it up a little bit. Eric Samansky. Out of all the out of all, what is this? One, two, three, four, five. And of all 18 players, only one player's played so far, and that was Eric, had his kicker go, Brett Maher. And that's a 10 points out of the kicker, so that's not a bad showing for a kicker. But as we sit here right now, um, Eric is currently projected to win 143.3 to Bradley's 120.5. Of course, Bradley has been carried a lot here, and I won't sit here and ranch forever. But before we go sit here and go through the players a bit, who do we like? I'm um, just looking at it and then we'll kinda of go player by player, matchup by matchup. But um Eric is obviously the heavy favorite based on those projections, but what are you feeling, Josh? What do your plums say?
0: Josh, this is the part where you talk. Oh, my plums don't talk, so that's kind of what they're saying. Um but uh I don't know, I guess my 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 gut reaction is is that the Chiefs stack um is is pretty solid in favor of Brad, but they are going up against the Denver D. Um I don't know. It's it, my gut says Brad. I think that's that's how I'm leaning. Um but I, obviously, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Eric just absolutely stomped on either.
1: Yeah, see, because that's tough, right? Because I feel like a lot of these players are playing like not very favorable championship matchups, like you said. Patrick Mahomes, Jarek McKinnon, Travis Kelsey, all playing that Denver defense, which we know, like the you know, the Chiefs can come over any defense. But then Alvin Kamara is playing at Philly. That's not a great matchup. Jalen Waddle with you know <coughs> with Teddy Bridgewater playing at New England, so it look kind of looks rough for Bradley. Then you go over to <clears throat> Eric. And Eric has Josh Jacobs playing at San Francisco, Jamar Chase playing versus Buffalo, Tyreek Hill playing at New England. So it's like both these guys, you know, I don't know that there's really ideal matchups anywhere. Tom Brady has been garbage this year. James Conner, not that good either. So, you know, I don't know. How How do we... I mean, you just keep saying you keep feeling, Brad, but do you want to go, like, do you think it's just that Chiefs stack? Do you think, like, Devonta Smith
0: has another 30-point week, or what do you think ends up being the difference here in the matchup? Well, I think the difference maker is going to be the one who scores the most points. Um, That's probably going to be the one that's... Shut the uh, fuck up, Josh. (laughs) No, I think that uh, the Chiefs... uh, The difference here is if Patrick Mahomes gets to, you know, tear the Denver defense apart... Like um, Denver's opponent did last week, and I forget who they played, um, but because uh, that means that they got, you know, they got stomped on by Baker
1: Mayfield, right? That was what happened to the
0: Broncos yep, last week. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, so I, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey find a rapport, and Kelsey gets a tutter in a hundred yards, um, I, I think that that should be enough. But then, I, yeah, I think uh, you know it's tough to say. Devonta Smith and uh, Gardner Minshew had that. Uh, solid connection uh last week i believe and so yeah just Um, last week so i think that i think that that's going to continue since it does sound like they're going to rest Jalen hurts again this week um and then yeah it's hard to say what the difference maker is going to be both of these teams this matchup stink
1: right um what do you guys think in the chat uh we got eric's and walters listening along do we think that bradley who you guys kind of know but not really uh do you think bradley will win or do you think eric will win and we can go through the teams if you want us to but just go ahead and give us your thoughts in the in the chat just so we can uh, document it eric's what do you think do you think bradley or eric just based on the two whitest names oh okay that makes sense eric is picking eric or eric's is picking eric i love it um yeah, I don't know. So Josh's official pick is Brad. I think I have to go Eric here just because he has been so dominant um all year long. I feel like I have to go I have to go with Eric here. Um do you have anything else you want to say about this match in particular, Josh, and then we'll just go through the other scenarios as well as we sit here?
0: Uh no, nothing nothing too specific.
1: All right, and we, and we won't go through the other matchups in great detail like who just did that one, but Brad, Josh has Brad, I have Eric, Walters has Brad, Eric's has Eric, and that's the final votes. Josh, who's going to take home the 50 for third, you or your wife, and why? Me, but also my wife because we share bank accounts. So this is a so there's no there's no pride in the Mitchell household. That's kind of what I predicted. You guys would be talking a little trash because I know you guys both like to win. Of course, you play to win the game. You guys are more of those you know quote unquote serious contenders. You're not the casuals just here to have fun. So I mean, is there competitiveness inside the household?
0: Will you guys be talking a little trash on Sunday or no? I probably won't be talking trash, but there is definitely competitiveness. Um, We we do enjoy winning. And so I I do think that, you know, obviously it doesn't matter who wins the money, but there is going to be that pride. And I'd like to see the, I want to see my name in the standings in the Hidden Oaks League history. I'm where it has that bronze medal. I want to be that person. All right. And then going back to the, just very quickly, how do we feel about on the trophy? Which
1: which name do you think looks better on the trophy? What will they do next or running up that hill? I think as far as team names go, that might be kind of some of our weakest team names ever to go on the trophy, but how do you feel about which team name is better between Eric and Brad? I, was, I wanted to ask you about that, but I forgot earlier. Brad's. All right, there you go. Um, all right, so you and Nikita are playing each other. We have T and Derek fighting over two extra ping pong balls. Just who do you think is going to win? T or Derek? T. All right, we have Jeremy and Willie. They're fighting over $25 down the consolation bracket and five extra ping pong balls in the lottery next year. Do you think Jeremy or Willie will win? The hot chub time machine versus hanging with Mr. Cooper. Jeremy. All right, and then lastly, Jamie and Jesse, um, the Dax Street Boys versus I Need More Help. They are fighting to avoid having the Dumpster Fire medallion. they avoid being hot garbage. Whoever loses that matchup between Jamie and Jesse will have to be the um, Dumpster Fire of the league. Who do you think loses? Who do you think has to take home that medallion, Josh? Jesse. <laughs> oh, suck it, nerd. All right. Uh, you might as well just give it to him tonight. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean I told Hammer to bring it down, so we'll see.
0: Um but Josh, you are I mean, not... Jesse had Derek Henry in his lineup, so it shows how
1: much he's paying attention. Alright. Uh, so Josh, you're not in the championship matchups, correct? Not to not to rub it in, but I just want to confirm. Alright. Um I well, want to say hang to... on. Ooh, nice ball. That's right. Uh, have you or Ryan had anyone play yet?
0: Oh, yeah, I read Maher put up ten. Ooh. Is that your only kicker? Yeah, I think so. I think I have like I don't know. It's kind of like last year where I think. Uh, oh, no. Maybe I didn't have Brett Maher go. I had Dak Prescott and the Cowboys defense. Gotcha. All right.
1: Um, I'm in a couple championships. I'm playing against KOG in my expensive light league. I've got Cousins, Mixons, Chubb, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Amon Ross, St. Brown, the Patriots defense and Greg Zerline playing against KOGO's Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, DJ Moore, C D Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Greg Joseph, and the Steelers defense. Josh, am I gonna win or lose that one? Uh sure all right perfect i'm also playing against al in the champs branch out league walters who do you think's going to win the champs branch out and eric's you can see there too do you guys think i'm going to beat al or do you think al is going to become victorious in the champs branch out League? you can let us know in the chat and then also i'm in the championship in the guillotine league versus jesse and al so al's kind of all over the place in championships jesse uh sneak into the guillotine no one saw that one coming but um let's see what the chat here said i don't have it right in front of me Ooh. All right. And you guys are splitting your vote again. Eric thinks Al's going to win and Eric's probably on come Tuesday or Wednesday. I want you to prepare some sort of, I had, <clears throat> I had Dave who got kicked out of the league last year. I had him put in the chat, just like some little blurb about, Hey, you know, just some goodbye, everyone. I'll miss you. It was the hard fought, whatever. So just put together some little goodbye message. Cause I will be removing you from the league, um, next week. So have that prepared. And then, um, yeah we'll see whether al or i can pick it out it certainly helps for me that jalen hurts will not be playing so fuck al um but uh, eric's will be removed from the league swiftly and so you can't win them all um josh is there anything you want to talk about about new year's about the year of 2022 about fantasy football about the packers any any storylines or anything um who do you think's going to win the vike
0: or the pack well, I'm hoping the Packers do, but I would not be surprised if the Vikings did because they made a deal with the devil to make it to the Super Bowl and lose again. So, um, it's it's just a. Absolute... What if it's what if it's a Vikings bill Super Bowl? Does the world explode? Hopefully, no. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that the AFC belongs to the Steelers. Uh, they're going to sneak in and, and make it to the the bowl, um, and then. Really. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do. Uh, I do want to point out uh, that Walters is indeed playing Jay in our um, Victoria Secret League. Uh, Walters has already started the complaining, um, saying that all of his stars are out when Tony Pollard's the only one that had been officially declared out at the time. Um, but uh, now it sounds like Jalen Hurts is out. Um, and so it's just, it just goes back to a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know, he's throwing mirrors at the ground trying to create bad luck. Um, but... Uh, We'll see how it goes. Um, Obviously, games need to be played, and there's a reason that the games are played. Uh, But yeah, enjoy second place, Walters. At least you made some money. And um, your idea for creating a Champs Branch Out Dynasty League is ridiculous because the point of the Champs Branch Out is to kick out the lowest-scoring team, and you can't do that in a Dynasty League. You're an idiot. Uh, Go Packers. Goodbye. I mean, that's not very nice. But to
1: your point, uh, Walters, I had thought about that just this week because, I don't know, the Hidden the hidden Oaks Dynasty League is probably sort of the couple too many casuals and then deflate these balls. So if those leagues ever happen to end at the same time, maybe we combine them and create a better Dynasty League. And then I can also be yeah. one less league. Um, so the idea itself of having a new Dynasty League isn't the worst, but I think I need to clean up the Hidden Oaks and the deflate these balls Empire League, and then maybe we can combine forces with Al there. But that I have been thinking about that recently, but... <clears throat> Uh, I don't believe either of those leagues will be ending this year, so we'll have to see what happens next year. But um, I, I'm excited for the new year. Thank you everyone for rocking with us in 2022. Um, this is like our 40th podcast of the year already, which is insane. Of course, we split them up; we're doing two a week and this and that, so the numbers inflated. But we appreciate everyone who's listened so much, and we still have we'll have our championship recap on Tuesday night. And then Josh, I guess it's up to you and uh, you and I about how we want to do because we all have to do our retrospective, of course. Um, and if we I don't, don't think we want to keep going, I mean, but we could just keep going and talk about the playoff matchups and the real NFL and this and that. But we have at least I think probably two more podcasts, the recap just for the championship week, and then do the retrospective like on the studs and duds and the two seventy two and this and that. So at least probably two more shows, and we'll figure out when those are going to be. Maybe we'll keep going, maybe we won't. But um, we thank everyone so much for listening. We'll be back here a couple more times. And I'm vamping because I'm in the wrong folder in my computer to play the outro song. So Josh, if there's any last word, you've already said go packers once, but is there anything else you want to put out there um before the new year before 2022 ends? Go packers. Alright. Thank you everyone so much for listening. We love you and we will talk to you on Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Bye bye. <laughs> you boys like Mexico. <laughs> Eric, you've watched way too many American pop culture films. you're white you're safe (sighs) all right that's a show